The following Dharma talk was presented at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as part of the weekly Dharma series. Nice to see you all. So, if you weren't here earlier, uh, my name is Gabe Keller Flores, and I'm the office manager at Common Ground and one of our teachers, and filling in for Shelley tonight. Really happy to to have this time together to reflect a little bit on the topic of metta. And uh, I'll, I'll share some thoughts and then hopefully we'll have some time to, to talk together. So, Hopefully, metta is, is a theme that we're all, you know, attuned to in one way or another. Um, as I've been reflecting on, on this topic, it occurred to me that I don't really think we would, we would really survive without metta in one way or the other whether it's towards ourself, giving ourselves a break when we're having a hard time or, or receiving it from others or just, you know, the, um, the generosity of what we receive, how we can tune into um, a kind of metta or just a, a benevolence or a, the gift of nature, what we, what we receive and one way or the other, just that uh, tuning into that feeling of friendliness, that there's, that the universe, at least in some pockets of it, in our own heart and in those around us, that there's, there's friendliness available, uh, goodwill available, harmony. And uh, yeah, this is really... I think what keeps us going, what keeps us feeling nourished, and sadly, um, it's not a given. It's it's a our our human hearts. Um, even though sometimes people will say that we, you know, that the human heart is inherently good, but the Buddha didn't say that. <laughs> he said that human hearts, the human beings, our capacity for good and bad is as very as variegated as there are living beings. You know, our hearts are capable of a lot of beauty, patience and strength and energy and all the beautiful qualities, and they're capable of hard heartedness and greed and selfishness, and we all know this. Um and so this makes it really relevant that uh, this is why the Buddha taught taught that this is a these are practices that we can develop that the mind is is conditioned and uh, is conditioned by many many forces and one of those is um, whatever the mind frequently dwells upon so the the intentions in the mind. So this um, 
this quality of metta in terms of the Noble Eightfold Path, which is really the Buddha's whole path to freedom. Um, the metta falls under the second factor, which is uh, right intention. And there's three kinds of right intention, metta or goodwill, compassion, and renunciation or generosity. So this, um, this quality is definitely something that we can cultivate. It's definitely something that we're all, I'm sure, familiar with. And we've all um, felt from others, goodwill, and we've all seen in our own hearts. So even though, <laughs> you know, maybe our hearts are capable of both wholesome and unwholesome, they're, they're capable of wholesome. And that's, you know, so we can reflect on the goodness of this heart, the goodness that we've cultivated, the seeds of goodness that are in this heart that have some momentum, however strong or weak, you know, that may be. But, but it is possible to cultivate the wholesome and to incline the mind in that direction and for that to, um, to grow and strengthen until it becomes more of a habit of mind. Um, and this is, this is good news, <laughs> that our hearts and minds are malleable in that way. Um, it also works the other way, of course, which is, you know, why, for instance, with this teaching on metta, the Buddha really uh, explicitly encouraged us to practice it all day long so that you know this attitude of of uh, kindness friendliness goodwill like we need we have an attitude all day long one way or the other so the encouragement is this attitude of goodwill is really beneficial and really supports us and protects us and in this translation is goodwill is really applicable in all situations and towards all beings. And that's what the Buddha, again, explicitly encouraged. And you'll hear that if you've heard some of the chants about metta, you know, in all directions, in every way, to all beings, short or tall. So there's this sense that, uh, that this is an attitude that is really functional, that can really be applied in all situations and with all beings and that it's it liberates our heart from all the ways that um, we tend to fall into aversion and irritation and hatred and greediness and preferencing and um, craving all the ways that um, that we relate to other beings and to ourselves trying to protect ourselves, trying to be safe, trying to control. But, you know, in, um, in acting from greed and aversion, even though we're trying to take care of ourselves, um, but, but when we act with greed and aversion, we're actually creating more insecurity. Um, there's a poem from the suttas that speaks to this 
And that's a, a bit of the theme I wanted to speak to tonight was metta as a protection. So, you know, we're on one level, we feel vulnerable. We're in a vulnerable world. You know, there are, are dangers, there's insecurity, and we want to protect ourselves. And often the way we try to do that is through controlling things, getting what we want, getting rid of what we don't want. But in doing that, in acting out that fear and aversion and greed, we can create the very habits of mind of being tight, of being tense, of being controlling that actually um, make our mind a less, um, a less flexible and nimble instrument for navigating life. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.